Hey guys, this is Cece and this is the 21st Century Kerbal. Welcome back. This is episode two. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most obvious things, in my opinion, that come with being a disabled person and the things that um, we go through, bullying. I want to talk about this now, mostly because I'm a grown-ass woman and I don't get bullied anymore. Um, I laugh in the face of a bully, you stupid dumb fucks. But, um, like, now there's nothing that anyone could say that would hurt me. I mean, some people are ignorant, and, you know, I do have my days. Some people really do catch me off guard. But, um, bullying was a big part of my life, um, growing up. It literally didn't stop until I graduated high school. Um, and it created a complex within myself that I feel like just recently I'm starting to escape from. Which is another reason why I want to speak on the topic of bullying, because I just want to talk about it, um, vent on it, if you will, to the podcast. That way I can move past it and start to, like, talk about my past and the reason why I am the way I am as an adult, but also I'm an adult now. And um, those things that I went through, mostly in my high school years, um, it did shape uh, who I was, who who I was, who I am um, as a person, but also, you know, it showed me the worst in people and it showed me the worst in myself. And if you don't see that um, in yourself, well, I mean, you know, as you go through your 20s, you experience new highs and new lows, and I'm sure everybody can, you know, attest to that and agree with me. But I'm talking about, like, when you're disabled and you reach rock bottom at 18 because you've created a complex within yourself from the time you've entered grade school, that's a whole other kind of breakdown to, um, to have. So I feel like... Um, the bullying that I've experienced through my life literally created a complex within me that I wasn't worthy of love, I wasn't worthy of loyal friends, that I wasn't worthy to go out and have fun, to have a normal fucking life. Um, the way that I was bullied through my life made me believe that I was a freak, that I was wrong, that something that was completely beyond my control that I literally struggle to overcome every single day just to get out of bed and put a shoe on. It takes a lot of effort, but I do that shit. Um, You know, I'm thinking I'm strong and I'm taking care of myself and you step out into the world and you're labeled a cripple and you're denied jobs and you're hidden in relationships because people can't know that you love a cripple and your, your mother is has anxiety letting you live on your own (laughs) so she only lets you move 45 minutes away from home and when you're at college you can't get a ride anywhere because you don't know anybody this was at least for my first year of college i didn't know anybody and i had cerebral palsy and my ass was walking the streets of san marcus like i had some business and anyone that knows san marcus texas and Texas State University, nobody can walk those hills. Not even like able-bodied people. And my ass was doing that for five years when I was <laughs> while I was in San Marcos. 
So, you know, it, it literally, and then, you know, walking on that kind of campus, I would get all kind of ignorant comments like, why are you even here? Bitch, I'm trying to get an education. I didn't, I wasn't thinking about the geography of the school when I chose Texas State. <laughs> I was thinking about the education I was about to get. But it affects every aspect of your life. Uh, the bullying stopped when I w- got to college and it just became more like ignorant comments again just like it was in middle school it's literally like we reverted but high school was really a trying difficult difficult time for me um I wanted to like be loved like everybody else I wanted to have my first relationship I wanted to go out with my friends and do stuff I wanted to um you know go to skate world that was a thing back in my hometown I couldn't skate but I sure as hell wanted to go every Friday just so I can hang out with people but every time I went they'd look at me crazy because they knew I couldn't skate that I could barely walk <laughs> so you know I'm it follows you everywhere and I allowed the judgment and the the bullying that I got from a very young age it, I'm not saying it started in middle school it literally started in elementary school with my very first teacher um I would be excluded from the group activities of the quote-unquote like able-bodied normal children um and I would be I would have to do things completely on my own because when I was younger I did I walked with a walker when I was a little kid so I'd be like personally excluded from things and at that time in my life I was also going through major surgeries and um, physical therapy and things like that at six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve 13, 14, 15 years old, I'm going through all of this, having surgeries and having to recoup my life and then going out to school, the only social life I really had, and being judged immediately off the back as like (laughs) the cripple or girls hating me because how dare the boy that they liked or had an interest in even looked my direction because I couldn't walk up a flight of stairs. (laughs) I've been written about on bathroom stalls. I've been talked about on anonymous websites by some stupid punk-ass coward bitches. <laughs> I've been, um, you name it, it's happened to me. I've been jumped. My finger's been cut off. I've been denied in relationships just because they were ashamed that I had a disability. Um, there's been rumors made up about me rather than than just admitting that you like a person that has a disability i've been denied friendships i've been left stranded places because people thought it was funny to play a joke on the cripple girl um there are instances i literally could have died um and it's all just to taunt the girl that's different the girl that's so obviously literally (laughs) helpless and i'm so naive and when i was young all i wanted was a friend um which is really stupid because you know at that age you're like mold and do anything to be anyone's friend and that's how i ended up with such shitty treatment and such like a shitty 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 high school experience it was awful i hate it (laughs) i'm triggered even just thinking about the initials of my high school i just can't even oh gross but (laughs) wow i sounded real basic right there but seriously that the place is it's an awful place (laughs) um high school was 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 a trying time 
I'm glad that I made it and I'm glad that my mom made me feel better about myself. She would always she would always do my hair and make me feel pretty and um she was literally the only person in the world even though we did butt heads cuz all teenagers do. My mom is the only person and my sisters that made me feel like I was worth something cuz as soon as you go to school you're judged from the time you get on the bus literally cuz you can't get on because it's hard because you don't have any balance to the time you walk up the fucking hill to get into the building of the high school or the middle school <laughs> to the time you like you leave you're judged you're I was judged probably and stared at and talked about and whispered about and made fun of every day of my life from the age of 13 to 18. So I think it it really shaped who I am as an adult. I'm really reserved. <laughs> I don't like social I mean I'm not really, but I am. Um I don't really like social gatherings. If it's more than 10 people, I start to get a little twitchy. <laughs> I prefer not to go to bars because people already assume that I'm drunk. <laughs> Now that I'm an adult, that's like the new thing. Instead of assuming I'm crippled or assuming <laughs> that I got into a car accident or my ankle's broken, people always assume that I'm fucking drunk, which is crazy because if anybody knows me, I am not a drinker. <laughs> I don't even like to drink. I'm such a baby. I always make faces when I drink. Um I like to I like plants. I don't I don't do that. I don't do that drinking stuff. Um it doesn't I don't like it anyway. But um people always assume that I'm drunk, so that alone doesn't make me feel safe in social situations. Um but you know, it affects every aspect of my life. I, even when I go to the grocery store, I'm followed around because people can't believe that the cripple is doing groceries by herself. Like people never leave me alone. <laughs> Sometimes I I want to make a shirt that says, "Yes, I'm crippled. Would you like a picture?" which is part of the reason why I made this podcast. I want to break down the barrier. You don't have to be so shocked when you see someone with a disability and you don't have to stare at them. God, for God's sake, you don't have to stare. This is a PSA by Cece Reyes on this day. You do not have to stare at people with disabilities. God damn it. Stop it. <laughs> It's rude. It creates social anxiety. You make people self-conscious. It's just it's just rude. Stop it. And with that, I'm off my soapbox. But um yeah, that's I mean, up until now, I feel like talking about this now um and this podcast it's all in, in perfect timing because I feel like I'm in a perfect place in my life. I can look back at those things lightheartedly. and see them for what they are um they don't consume my life anymore i'm not i'm not depressed anymore i'm not who i was when i was in high school i'm not insecure i know that tomorrow when i wake up i'm going to have cerebral palsy and 20 years from now when i wake up i'm going to have cerebral palsy um it's not going to change so what i need to change is how i see myself and how if i could change how other people see me and how other people see disabilities in general and just understand that we're people and yeah we have physical disabilities we need a little bit of help but mentally and in our soul and in our spirit we are the same as you and that's all i really want to come out of this podcast i really want people to become aware of not only the struggles but the love 
and the strength that disabled people can bring you. We All we really want to be is loved because we've been rejected and denied, you know, at every turn. Like, um, not to get too deep, but my biological father denied me from birth because I was a disabled child. So you deal with rejection and denials and putting in boxes and classifications from the time that you are born when you are disabled. So once you become an adult and you start to to form complexes about who you are as a person, I think it's important to keep in mind that you have to realize it's not going to change. So what you have to change is how other people see it. Because disability is not just a person in a wheelchair. It's not just a person in crutches. It's not a person that sues a company and has a million dollar lawsuit. Definitely not that. Um, And we're not all helpless. We don't all live in a community and we don't all rely on each other and have those life alert buttons, even though that's probably a good idea on the low key. But we want to live normal as normal as independent lives as we can and i think socially it's not acceptable to even call people ableist people love to be like i am not an ableist you you most likely are sir you most likely are can you tell me where the handicap ramp is on this building i bet you you can't (laughs) you know um people always say that Um, disability laws oh there's disability laws yeah but they do the bare minimum to meet those disability law requirements um and they don't actually understand that most of the laws that they're making don't cater to all different kinds of disability there's a disability spectrum there's people that need more help than others there are people that more that are more independent than others there are people with more that with physical different physical needs than others so not all disabilities are the same so to classify us as all the same it literally doesn't make any sense you don't call an apple an orange you don't call a swisher a garcia (laughs) you don't call a corona a bud light there's just things you don't do and that is one of them oh my goodness (laughs) but i'm off that soapbox as well but I just, I just want to break down, like, now, as an adult, I'm very confident in myself, and I, um, I'm very weary about who I let around me and in my circle, because, again, my life is hard, and if you're not going to be cognizant of that and respectful of the, the things that I go through and the ignorance that comes my way having cerebral palsy, then I don't necessarily need you around me. Um, at this point in time in my life but that's why I feel like I wanted to make this podcast I want people to understand that we're trying to make it just like you but we just have obstacles in our way literal obstacles even like stairs in our own homes are obstacles deciding how we're going to get to the grocery store like deciding if I'm like if a man is gonna be loyal enough to want to be with a person who's like literally a cripple (laughs) you know it sounds silly it sounds really shallow but those are the things I dealt with in high school up until early college like and men actually come back and tell me like yo 
I treated you like that because I was embarrassed. My homies was making fun of me. And I'm like, it's okay, dude. I get made fun of all the time. You couldn't even handle it for that short amount of time that it was thrown your way. So you have to be resilient to be a 21st century cripple. You have to love yourself more than anybody else is ever going to love you because the moment you step out of your door you're being judged you're being put in a box you're being criticized and you're being out for the count but to be a first 21st century cripple you have to prove people wrong people don't let them put you in a box if your doctor tells you something take it smartly but also with a grain of salt you can push yourself you can be strong you don't have to live the simple life that people assume that they want that you should live you should live the best life that you possibly can and if you're listening to this and you do have a disability I hope that you can relate to what I'm saying in some sort of way and I'm I'm sure you've gone through some of the same things if not worse um and if you don't have a disability and you're just curious what the hell I'm talking about you know life's hard growing up People are mean. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> um, I literally have like a theme song. Um, in middle school, it was that I don't know what the actual song is called, but it was like it was "Walk with a Dip," and I know, especially people from Texas, know exactly what I'm talking about. That was my theme song in eighth grade. Like that's how it's funny now. It's ha ha funny now. It wasn't funny back then. <laughs> um, I've literally been dealing with. Um, with these kind of things um, and other people putting me down before I even got a chance to evaluate who I was my whole life and I feel like I'm at a place now where I know exactly who I am and I'm confident in that place and now I want I just want to spread awareness and spread my story and spread my word and do it lightheartedly I don't want to get all medical term and serious on you guys but I really want to open the conversation and the door to the things that I go through and this was again a more like social episode their um, podcast but there will I will talk about my medical issues I will talk about health care I will talk about my surgeries I will talk about what the future holds for me if you just stick with me through this podcast um, I don't want to talk about the the biggest things in my life <laughs> um, so soon um, in the podcast, I really want you guys to stick with me. I hope you. I hope what I'm saying is resonating and interesting to you. Um, I hope my story is one that you feel is worth telling. Um, if you're listening to me or sharing me in any way, thank you so much. Um, you guys make my day. I love you. If you're sharing me, but really, I just want to keep sharing my story. Keep keep spreading. Um, information if I can. I've already had people tell me that I I taught them things about cerebral palsy that they weren't aware of. So anything that I could help in any way, um, I want to do that. But most importantly, I just want to be honest in myself along the way and share it with people. And hopefully um, it, it grabs on. So this is Cece and this is the 21st Century Cripple. Tune in next week where I'm going to talk about why I'm half a cyborg and how I got here and what the future holds in store for me as far as uh, medical surgeries and the surgeries I've had so far. It's going to be pretty cool because I've literally had every surgery you can, you can imagine. And I've had to teach myself how to walk four different times in my life. 
I think that's better than any baby on earth. I'm just saying. <laughs> but again, this is Cece and this is the 21st Century Cripple. Bye, you guys.